What up? What's going on, man? Woo. Episode huh. 171, people. Let's go. We back in the house. Welcome to the back. Welcome back to the car. Should have refilled myself. Yeah, I was just thinking the <laughs> same thing. I got it. I got it. No, maybe you shouldn't have. <laughs> Welcome back to the carbon footprint, everybody. He is Juan, and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the redness of the day. Listen, this is and and I consumed a little too much before we. Uh, started it but so you can't see how pretty it is you neither all right no no mine is so maybe do that but uh we got a a a nice little um on theme uh drink today man uh uh, we have a mistletoe margarita um we apologize we'll have to definitely put this picture up because you can't tell anymore in the video (laughs) but it does look like mistletoe sitting over a glass it's awesome uh super good drink man so i batched it so that i could make like three to four drinks at a time but i guess i'm gonna break the recipe down in a way that you could just do the the one so in a in a shaker throw in about two to three mint leaves uh maybe three to four cranberries with half an ounce of simple syrup muddle that uh then throw in some ice throw in two ounces of tequila throw in half an ounce of control um throw in half an ounce of lime juice or three quarters of an ounce, just a little bit more, depending on how much you like. Shake that up, pour it in a glass filled with ice, and then uh, garnish it. Actually, you were supposed to muddle mint cranberry. Did I, did I say it's a you mint? Said mint? Okay, cranberry okay. And so then fill it up in a glass and then garnish with a clapped mint and then cranberries. And then there you go. And we also salted the rim, but that's optional. Um, but so to give it that real margarita effect. But this is actually really good, man. Yeah, yeah, this is real good, bro. You gotta add us add us to rotation. I was I was worried about you in the beginning because you were taking long, bro. The the numbers on the ounces of the recipe were gone, <laughs> and then and then it would piss me off even more is when I saw it and it was like because it was the the recipe was meant to batch make it. It was yep. to meant for like three to four. I'm looking at it and I'm going if I'd just cut in a third, it's like a normal drink that yep. we always make. You know because the ratios usually of liquor and the chasers doesn't change across most drinks. Like yep. it's the same, but it's like once you have the formula down of the type of mix that it is you kind of know and so when i read it i'm like a oh, fucking course you know like it was one of those infuriating things so yep. then like now nah, i can make it pretty quickly but so what tequila yeah. did we use today no dude we use this um i love this this uh, tequila so maestro dobel and this is the diamante version of it uh i buy this tequila all the time like as as a like sort of normal bar tequila i love this one um but maestro dobel does a silver they do an añejo they do a reposado and they're all awesome and the bottle, I think this bottle was like fifty bucks, maybe give or take. And yeah. it was, it's a great, good quality. Like yeah, you that, can sip that it one by was itself, good, bro. Yeah, and I, and I did. I had I had, a, I had a sip by itself, and and um, it's one of those where it feels like when you put it in your mouth, it's gonna go down hard, and, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't. It's really smooth. It's fantastic, dude. Um, so yeah, man, I, I love that tequila. So I, I also because it's a, I don't like to cheat, and I won't call anybody out by um. By names in case they're trying to write us a check one day. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I we, You know, we we don't like to cheap out in general. But yeah. then e- even when you're mixing, like I know a lot of people like to cheap out a little bit of mixing. There's certain ones that I think what you like to look for is what doesn't break the bank and you can mix, which is like why we love Terramana and we love, you know, like uh, um, some of the tequilas we try here all the time. Like yeah, we've even, had a few. Yeah, yeah. So we've been lucky. But this is another one, man, where it was like, okay, you can go slightly above. 
but it isn't exactly like Don Julio 1942 or Casa Dragones, but it's like just better than maybe the the 1800 or something like that or Patron. Oh, it's so yeah, it's it's better than yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's great, man. So yeah, try that. It, you know, Maestro Lobel is great tequila. So all right, man. Let me hit you my carbon footprint. All right, man. See, it. it's actually going out. It's, it's it's this is going out to, I guess, a judge. Um, which will go nameless. That's two weeks in, in a row. You it do, is you right. Do, I you feel like a judge, I, it, man. I feel, because I feel like this is gonna have this. This, this could have. You some got a big case impact. coming up. I don't know about you trying to build good. Listen, <laughs> holla at me, judges. <laughs> you I'm never, like a, you never know. <laughs> you trying to get on someone's good graces right now? <laughs> but sir, listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> go light on the sentence. That's right. All right, so this one, th- this is a, a case where um, Takeoff, which is a member of the Migos, yeah, uh, hip hop group. For those of you who don't know, Takeoff was was killed. I don't know. I, I remember when he passed. Halloween was it? Was it last year? year? Yeah. So um, gun gunned down, right? Mm-hmm. Got shot, killed at a bowling alley, and a ca- caught in a crossfire thing. It wasn't like somebody trying to murder him, I guess okay. specifically, but it was like an altercation. And he why don't I there. remember that? I mean, I remember the it, it occurring. I don't remember the 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 uh, the details. I think I, I think to this day the details are fuzzy, and okay. so then all we know is that it was like it was like sudden. It was an altercation that broke yeah. out. Shots were fired, and he just happened to get hit. Yeah, and. To this day, there are rumors that it was friendly fire. There's like I think it's one of those that's like still up in the air kind of yeah. thing. I think that's why. I think we never really got closure as to like okay. what actually happened. I think yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so there is a woman that actually is suing Takeoff uh, for rape that occurred back in 2020, or so she's currently sued. Not a lawsuit that was ongoing from before. She no, so so him? no, so so she sued him back in I think it began in August of 2020. So the incident occurred um, in like June of that year. Okay. And then the lawsuit was filed uh, in August. Okay. And so anyway, so obviously Takeoff's dead. Yeah. And so this woman is wanting his mother to stand trial because his mother is currently in charge of his estate. Oh wow! So well, it's not a criminal; it's a civil proceeding. She's suing, so he's not being criminally charged with rape. She is suing him in civil court for rape or for sexual assault. Or great question, I that that I'm not sure. Of. Or for yeah, I don't know. Can you sue someone for that? I guess it would have to be under something else, right? Like you couldn't. I, I don't know. Yeah, but it, or, it said that she's that, that she's suing him for for rape. It's, yeah, is what I is what I, I yeah. I guess you you could. Um, fuck, and his mom has to. Well, so there's a there's an upcoming court hearing on February 22nd of 24, where a judge will 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 make the decision on that motion. It, fuck, man! I'm and I, so I'm going. So so then the reason why I gave it a copper footprint is I go, depending on what the judge decides. Like if he decides to let this go forward and he goes, yeah, you're in charge of the, the estate. Essentially, she's she's after money, right? Because clearly she's not after justice. At this point, you're after money because justice Correct. to me, justice would be, I want that guy in jail for what he did. And I right, I want him to pay for what he did. Correct. So at this point, you're not after justice. No, it's a cash grab. You're after money. And that's not, and I guess you, 
I don't even care, bro. Yeah, I, I guess right, right. I go, I can't tell you as a victim what is going to make you feel whole or what gets you closer. Yeah, Maybe this doesn't, I but it's care. like it's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I can't tell you what it is that is going to make you feel better, especially in something that, if it's true, right, that's that heinous, sort of that personal. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And now some some of the some some of the details to me when I'm reading them are sketchy. But again, I'm reading them through uh, several news outlets, so I don't know what's I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not. So I don't want to speculate. Yeah. Um. But more importantly, I'm going. If the judge decides that his mother has to stand trial, does that then open the door for someone being responsible for your actions after you die? And in this case, it's his mom. And it but should what always it, be your mom. <laughs> no, but but what if it's if, if your mom is passed? What if it's your kids? Yeah. Now what? Are your kids responsible for what you did in the past? I think, man, it's it's funny. My initial reaction is no, no one is because I I where do you draw the line? And then uh, uh, like. Listen, if this stuff really happened to her, like, sorry, that like that sucks. Like, yeah, but but he's dead. But he's dead, and then I don't know. What, I I think the problem I have with this stuff is that like you could go, yes, he's a celebrity. Yes, there is money in his estate. Yes, if that's what's gonna make you feel whole, then cool, you can get it. But not everyone in these circumstances is going to be take off. What happens if it's just a Joe Schmo? Like, right. you know, what, what happens if it's a you and I and our kids have to take on, like, you know, what, I don't know, whatever, like, make a, a case could be, like, or or just, like, regular people. Like, you have to think about, do you just start then judging these things based on the circumstance of who the people are, which then makes it which, really unfair to live in a society like that, right? Like, because now you're sort of, like, you're treating, and we know we do this sort of unofficially anyway, but you're treating citizens differently based on their status, you know, uh, like like their- Their financial status. Their financial status, their, yeah, their, yeah. their and, popularity, and, and whatever. Going, you know what? If, if you were a rape victim and your assailant was gunned down, is that not, is, you know, do you not look at that as revenge? Yeah, that would be justice, I think, for most oh, people. Ju- or justice, but, yeah. sorry, but ra- rather than revenge. Vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's just like you look at that and you go like, good, fuck that, fuck that person. Right? Right, if it's true. Or, and again, I'm not the one to tell you like that now, now, cash now, isn't going to make you feel whole. But. She, fi- she filed the lawsuit. So, so in, 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 in respect to her, she filed the lawsuit prior to his death. Oh, she did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, it happened. Okay. okay, I think that changes the, the, the conversation the a lot. The incident happened in June, okay. and she filed in August. I think that changes it a lot, because also, he was there to defend himself at the time she filed the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So, like, which also makes it a little bit better in terms of when people are gone and you sue them, it, it's always weird, because if you don't have just overwhelming evidence or, you know, like something that's like really, really just obvious, that person is no longer there to sort of defend themselves. In this case, but in this case, the person she, is still no longer there to the well. No, no. But at the time that she did it, she was expecting him to. Yes, and yeah. And so I think it changes the argument a little bit. Of maybe it wasn't necessarily. A, I mean, obviously it was a cash grab because it's civil court. It's not criminal. And but the other thing is, dude, like, who's to say that she wasn't cash grabbing in the beginning? 
No, you are because if you're doing it in civil court anyway, it's for that's, cash. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and some you're not again, pressing charges the, to him criminally. You just want cash. Yeah and, yeah. and some of the details that that I read, it was it was kind of like those things where oh, like he was kind of pushing up on me, and then and then I'm I'm kind of you know deflecting, and then we end up in a bedroom together, and then he forces himself on me, and it's just like all right. So then, if he's pushing himself on you before. Like, how do you end up in the bedroom, but you don't want to be there? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. again, and, and I don't want to, it's, it's again, I wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, like I never know, right? Like, you and, just don't but know it's just like, what. I feel like it was a cash grab from the beginning. No, it was. When it's civil court, it's now the, cash. Yeah, yeah. Now the guy dies, right? I don't know that you should be able to still cash grab after the guy's death or the person's death. I think what happens there is you end up doing you pull a Tupac where everybody knows you're still alive, but then you just make <laughs> <laughs> to get out of losses. <laughs> All these rappers are just gonna have doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I'm Machiavelli now. <laughs> you just, yeah, it's a weird conversation, man. Like in general, like to your point of. Like, when does your family assume your responsibility? Because. Bro, like I'm thinking about this from a spouse side. What if your wife is alive or your husband and the other person Could doesn't? There's imagine, nothing stopping bro? people from suing them for you for some shit you did. Right. It's it's weird because I guess technically you could, because again, the estate is a representative of that person, right? Like So then but, how do you get a, so then how do you get around that? So how do you get, do you have to go go and then put your money into something else that has limited liability? Which is what people do, right? Like you put you use trust, you use um you know, like we do trust for everything because it allows you to, I mean, A, protect that from the individual, but then right. also pass things down to non-individuals or people who are sort of members of the trust. It's like a business, right? Like, so, yeah, yeah I mean, I guess you do. At what point do you just have everyone having some sort of trust that all right. their assets, which I think most of us want to do or try to do or, you know, to, to an extent, but like. Or at least we will be just to get around things like this. Dude, there's advice that I've gotten from people in my everyday life about even how they keep car insurance or how they keep like home insurance and stuff like that and how they keep it separate from their spouse. Um, like say like their car, they might be like, hey, my loan is different and my car is under my name and then their car is under their name. And we don't let them sort of commingle and all that. And a lot of it is plays for if someone gets into an accident and they sue them, they can't go after the other Ooh, person the other, wow. like and there's a specific way to separate it but anyway but like i've gotten advice like that from from people that i trust that i know yes. would know this um because they're thinking of stuff like that because they're thinking of like if someone sues my kid because my kid crashes and he's a teen and he might get into an accident and yep. like how do i keep my stuff out of that like yeah and i wow. know and they've given me advice on how they've set up certain things and, and i'm like oh okay well, like well, i would have never thought about that but now that i have a daughter who's sort of approaching that age i'm like oh i probably should consider this you have you have not shared this with me so i, I got you <laughs> i got you <laughs> you're right i got you <laughs> but it's like man it, it does and even like personally man like you know, we're, we we talk about, and I, we've had this conversation on on here in the past where it's like, you know, like trust fund baby is considered like such a bad sort of terminology or we clown it. And like as parents, like, don't you want to have- do you want that? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't you want have trust? And, and I think the people who truly understand that and know what it means, like, yeah, we obviously have this bad connotation for it because we use it as an insult for a certain type of individual. But 
the actual like literal thing of it, you're like, no, I would it's a really love smart to move. do that. Yeah. Yep. I, from a tax perspective, from a protecting my kids and my assets and all that. Yeah. Like, of course you would do that. Like it just, it makes the most sense. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think what these things do, man, is it, it just further separates haves and have nots, right? Because the poor person is thinking about how do I get a quick cash grab and sue someone? And this is not to belittle what happened to her if it happened to her. Like, right, I, right, right. But I think what happens in these circumstances, like what you were just saying, then people just find loopholes to protect themselves and create walls and put boxes around stuff. And like, it, it just, and then what that does is just creates animosity between the people who have the time and the resources to do something like that versus the ones that don't Yep. like it, it just, and we just keep creating this further divide between people who are sort of, I don't want to say smart enough, but that's no, probably the word because, like have, because man, have, like, have nots. like people think like, Oh, having a trust is for rich people. It's not, or having, you know, creating these separations. Dude, we just don't people. know. No, dude, it takes you 200 bucks to create an LLC and protect right. yourself in certain tax grabs. Like, but most people will spend that on a pair of sneakers. It's like, you just don't have the information. You just don't know. And so you just keep creating this like divide between people like that and, and this animosity. And so I think sadly enough, like, I think that's exactly what something like this is going to do is it's just going to make people create another layer to separate themselves between people like that. Yep. Um, and, and I say people like that, meaning if it's someone who's just going for a cash grab, who something didn't happen. Like, listen, if something happened to her, I guess the other argument would be I still don't think his family is responsible for that. No, I, man, I don't yeah. think. I think that. I think that, dude. If you pass, that that's it's yeah, it's it finished for her to not get what she deems to be justice for her, right? Like justice for her might be the the cash, bro. But 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 in 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 thinking about it, it's like if something that horrific happened to you, if you were raped, mm -hmm. what better? Thing to happen than your rapist dying or or it's not even dying bro in this case like he was gunned murder. down yeah, yeah. yeah it was murder so like like what's better than that i think for me is like i don't know what that is for you for all of us it's different right like because for me for example the cash grab might be enough in a lot of circumstances but for example if it has something to do with my kids nah the murder is probably like where i draw like where like my your preference I, I don't even say preference like that's gonna be where i get to where it's good enough right like, I, there isn't an amount of money you could give me you know like that's so, what I'm saying, so i think dude, that like, that just changes by the individual because i go you know like if that's my daughter for so, example so, yeah. i go no i don't want him alive and he's Correct. probably not gonna be for much longer and, and but so, do, like but do you think that your daughter could go uh it wasn't you know I'd rather have the money. Like if somebody, if, if I had a daughter, I'd that, be like, cool, you can go after that. But <laughs> if, if I, if I had a daughter that goes like, uh, I'd rather have the money. I'm almost going, okay, so was it that bad? Like, like I'm, I, I think I'm questioning you. I think I'm questioning your, I think I'm, I'm, I'm questioning not only whether it happened, but the severity of it and, and, and how that affected you. I think that uh, I, I guess like my pushback would be that, I can't tell you what makes you feel whole. Like, so if I was someone tried Dude, to murder does, me. But does money make you feel whole, bro? I don't think that it makes you feel whole, but you go, I can't reverse that anyway. I might as well be a little richer for it. I think it depends on the amount of money, right? Like you go, hey, I can't That's take back. Man. I can't take back 
you know, the the uh, if it's a sexual assault, I can't take that back. Like horrific, horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna get that back. Like I'm gonna have to go to therapy and do whatever, you know, like to try to work through that. Yeah. Never gonna get that feeling that I had pre that back. What softens the blow, or maybe what buys me the resources, is I had a million bucks in the bank. Now, if it's five thousand dollars in the bank, I guess you could argue like, eh. But if somebody goes, yo, man, if I had a million dollars or two million dollars and I could buy my way to therapy and maybe I could do that stuff and I can't take any of this back anyway, so I might as well buy myself the ability to do other things. Eh, like, I can't argue with that. Like, I, I, I guess for me, I go like the, the, the rape, nothing undoes that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, just like nothing undoes someone trying to kill you. Nothing undoes someone killing someone you love. Like. So nothing undoes that. You go, if they die, okay, cool. I feel like that. But then you go, would you rather have someone dead or would you rather have $10 million in the bank? And I guess it depends on your level of petty, <laughs> right? Like, it really, like, I, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hear you, man. If you knew I, they were I, doing I life in prison and you got $100 million, let's say, I feel like you'd be okay with the life in prison for most people. Maybe. Yeah, like, but what if you didn't get the hundred million? No, but what if you got ten? Like, what's the number? No, we don't no, have no, a number. But I'm saying, but what if what if you got what if you didn't get the money and you at just all? got life in prison? No, and you just got they just got dead. I think for some people that's okay, but I think for I some people to, they would go. I still, I still want the hundred million. No, no, no. yeah, I, I do. <laughs> Listen, and it is absolutely and a dude, cash and that, grab. That, that could be I part of our society, you. right? Yeah, yeah. And I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, it's a cash grab, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I guess. I can't argue on whether or not the cash grab is good enough good. for you. Yeah, yeah. I think it's where I stand. It's like, okay, if the cash grab makes you feel better, cool. If the cash grab is now easy because you're suing an estate and it just happens to be their mom, I think the argument here is like, it sucks that it's the mom. Yeah, and, yeah, and it and sucks that it's a family trial. member. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think trial. she should have to deal with that. Yeah, like how do you, as, as, as a mom or, or if this was any next of kin, right of yours that's owning your estate how do you defend that and the problem is you kind of have to right because then you you have to stop people from coming out of the woodwork and suing dead people right. for money who can't defend themselves because you settle now people you set this precedent of the rockefellers be broke yeah bro <laughs> i'd be suing them right now I'd be like bro you weren't even alive nah he touched me <laughs> it's it's just yeah, man, because you're like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like yeah. either way, you set this precedent, which is why, like, like it that's why I'm giving the cover. It's a cover for yeah, yeah. Again, I don't know who the judge is. I don't know. We don't. I don't even know what what state this is in. But I think the I think whatever this this judge decides is going to set a precedence. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and it man. could we'll be a, it could be a dangerous precedence. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so too, man. I was just having this conversation with my kids about um about uh, uh, we were at Disney World. And they were talking about, you know, remember the kid a couple of years ago who got eaten by the alligator? Oh, yeah. And then uh, my daughter was asking me, I don't know, somehow we got into a conversation and, I was, and she was saying sort of what happened. And I'm like, you know, like the the, 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 the poor kid like got eaten yep. and it was horrible, whatever, the, the, the alligator killed him. But then she was asking what happened with Disney World. I'm like, well, they actually got sued. They settled with the family. You know, they've put up signs and they've roped us off and, you know, whatever, like it's safe. And she's like, well, are there still gators here? Because we were actually on the ferry, like... That was in the Grand Floridian, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we were passing the Grand Floridian. So it was like we were on our way to Magic Kingdom. And so I'm like, actually, it was right there. Like, we're, you know, like where the Grand Floridian beach thing mm-hmm. is. And so. Which is not really a beach. No, no. But, but it it's looks, like the beach it, they create yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like a man made beach. Yep. And so that's how the conversation sort of started. And then, um, so anyway, so, so I told her, like, hey, like, 
yeah, that's where it happened, but they've removed gators from this lake since. And I know when they spot them now, they remove them and they relocate them and whatever. But, um, and so when I told her about the lawsuit anyway, it was interesting because she's like, well, why? And, you know, because she sees the signs that are posted and all that. And I don't know if these signs are posted pre or post, but. No, I'm pretty sure they were posted before. They were posted before. Well, yeah. But in her mind, as a kid who grew up in Florida, she's like, but don't people know there's just gators in every body of water in Florida? And I'm like, well, we know, but there's tourists here. But also, if there was a sign, I'm like, unfortunately, they'd still be able to sue because they're on this property that belongs to this company that now it's that company's responsibility to make you safe and or to, you know, to Mm -hmm. keep you safe. And I go and there's a different argument of whether or not that's fair. And like, it just happens to be the America that we currently live in. Europe doesn't have that same philosophy. Like I remember going to places in Europe that didn't even have railings on balconies. And I'm like, and there's like toddlers playing around them. And I'm like, yo, that's a four story fall. And they take the approach of like, don't fucking go past the edge, bro. Like it's common sense, you know. Like, and it's like, right, and right. and no one's afraid to get sued. And no barriers, like <laughs> nothing, bro. <laughs> Dude, the amount of places overseas that I have been in that are obviously unsafe, yeah. And their approach is don't fucking go near the edge or don't touch the hot stove or don't like. It's like right, it's common right, right. sense. There isn't this like litigious society where they're sort of constantly afraid to get sued because they wouldn't allow it. And so obviously in America, it's like a little bit different here because we do allow these sort of really frivolous lawsuits and, and yeah. we put almost the onus on everyone. Dude, like if someone breaks into your house and they get bit by your dog, like they can sue. They can sue it. Yeah, yeah. Which is in it's insane. fucking insane here. Like, and so we've allowed this to happen and um, that common sense doesn't prevail here. But it does in a lot of other places. But it was an interesting conversation to have, like not, now that you're bringing that up, like on something so simple like a ferry ride of like the thing and and she brought up the gator thing and and she's just like like even as kids are like well that's kind of stupid because common sense tells you not to go in the water where the gator is i'm like yeah i'm like you could argue the toddler can read the sign i'm like but then it's up to the parent to watch the top you know i'm like like there's layers of this but um yeah you're like unfortunate sucks like i can't imagine what those parents went through but at where does the responsibility lie and now with that being said it did shock me that disney allowed gators to still be on their property like yeah no it did it did it did to me it surprised me because you go like you don't want that liability well because it's bound to happen yeah 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 like in disney in the grand scheme of things it's a very small cost to pay to relocate these things when you see them right versus something like this happening And, and so like in this instance do you know what what they ended up giving up i've heard estimates that don't make sense to me like i've heard estimates from the three to five million okay and it's like buying a child right like you go like what does the three to five million make you whole and it goes back to the conversation we had earlier like as a parent what's the dollar figure that makes you feel whole and i don't think there is one no and yeah it's, it's the most you can get it's right exactly it's the most you could possibly get and i'm still angry and I'm still upset mm-hmm. and I never feel like justice is served. And I, you know, because like, dude, I think, and this is hard to explain to people who don't have kids. It's like, there isn't a, there isn't like a value or a price or a comparison or like there isn't like you lose all reasonability when it comes to your kids. Like, yeah, yeah you can be rational about the, like, yeah, my kid did this, yeah. my kid do that. But I think as far as love is concerned, I think it's the, like the only people in the world. It were really irrational extremely irrational yeah yeah when it comes to that and 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 you like it's like 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 you said it's if something happened to your child where it it hurt them in some way 
I don't know that there is a dollar value. All of the common sense and the rationale is out the window, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it should. I mean, I think that's like human nature. I think that's ingrained in our DNA. And that's why we we protect our kids the way we do. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, man, what you got? Bro, I got uh, this story with the Pope because it's, uh, I don't know, <laughs> like it's like a half-assed way to get there, but it's also maybe it's a step in the, the right direction or it's a step in some like really like insane controversy here. Uh, so Pope Francis has authorized priests to bless same-sex couples if they don't confuse the ritual with the sacrament of marriage, which is... So what is blessing the couple? I guess you could, you know, before you were allowed to say like, uh, uh, you know, for straight couples, I guess you're allowed to sort of be like, you know, whatever, give a prayer over them and hope that their marriage works out well or that their their unity works out well. And also they can do that. Give a prayer so they can give like a prayer and bless, quote unquote, this this union. But they can't, I guess, acknowledge that the union is like a marriage in the traditional sense of like male, female. Um, but it's more than the Catholic Church has ever given to anyone. So I guess we should sort of applaud them because, you know, for like an entity that's been known to just fucking torture individuals for the last couple thousand years. And, <laughs> <laughs> and especially like same sex people, it's like, oh, look at you guys being sort of loving, you know, like or sort of accepting or sort of like. So I would imagine this is just just something that he's doing to say. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, uh, sort of disallow same sex couples from being closer to God. However, we're not gonna bless a so called marriage because I believe in the Catholic Church, like marriage is like the lifelong sacrament between yeah. man and woman, yeah, like, yeah, period, right? Like, there's not, there's not any, like, that's it, yeah. And and he, this guy has been, I don't know why I can't think of his name, but he's been the most sort of quote unquote progressive pope we've had. Isn't it Pope Francis? And then, yeah, you're probably it. right. Pope I just Francis. said it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always feel like there's always a billion friends. Because don't they just adopt a name? I That's think, not his I real name, so. right? They just take on a name of whatever, um, of other popes or or, or deities or it's whatever. just not giving them the symbols. Yeah, man. You know, for someone who was raised Catholic, I know so little about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still salty about not being diddled. <laughs> so I can't let this go. But... um. Anyway, so like he, he's been sort of the most progressive of the popes, I guess. Yeah, sort of I, I was gonna say, yeah, he yeah, has. Been. He's like the 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 Barack of black presidents. <laughs> <laughs> like Barack was black light, you know what I mean? Like right, he was diet right, right. black, and then the next president we get might be black black. Like we just don't know. Like Barack wasn't like like he was black, but he wasn't really black. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this guy's progressive, but he's not really like all the way there. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like the next black president might he's wear like, a do rag. He's like half Democrat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, all right, all right, you get it. This guy's like, he he's been the most progressive one, which isn't saying he's a independent. Lot. He's, he's bro for a pope to be progressive, like the bar is really fucking low, like really low. So it's like he's been the most progressive, especially as it comes to same sex marriage. I think because he's the only one that's probably gonna end up admitting that he likes same sex people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I did see something, man, where it said the uh, so in 2021 the Vatican's. Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith said flat out that the church could not bless unions between men, two men or two women. Bro, 
Um, and, and it said like God cannot bless sin. That was like like quotes from this doctrine. These motherfuckers be dude... acting like they the admin department for God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but this dude, he he like he didn't like fire that person, but essentially fired him. He oh, removed he? Them, he removed them from that, and then and then now sort of came back in and 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 goes like you know people in these like irregular relationships as they kind of call it, you know, still deserve to be close to God. Bro, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It goes against everything you preach about love and forgiveness and whatever else is in the book. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, have you, the, the Vatican is the most fascinating place. I've I have not been. To. Oh, my God. As, obviously, Rome was on my, like, lifelong bucket list yep. for a lot of reasons, and the Vatican was one of them, but I already feel a very specific way about the church in general. Yeah. And when you go there, it sort of cements like what you think. And then really? it sort of makes it worse. Or what I thought. Sorry. What I thought. And then it makes it worse. There is so much um, uh, pain and suffering and all this for people who are like anti-church and all that that you sort of learn of when you're there. And, okay. you, and then there's so many riches. Like There is some sort of like almost a quote-unquote like a museum that you kind of go through, right? The Vatican is a museum. That's all it, it is. is. Okay. It's it's literally thousands of pieces of art that they took from someone else. Like, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like the, the all the shit they stole from Egypt and from Greece and from anywhere else, it's all just sitting in the Vatican, bro. It's oh, wow. literally, and I don't think I realized that. But are they, is it religious art? No, it's just fucking art, bro. Okay. It's a giant... Or I should say, it's a giant museum slash small city full of fucking statues and carpets and topography and oh, shit. carvings on the wall and paintings on the wall that we took from Egypt and Greece and every other. Like, it's like, dude, the amount of things you see in there that are like sphinxes or, or, or like the cats or the dogs or like that are clearly statues that we took from Egypt. And they'll tell you like, oh, yeah, so-and-so went there and just fucking took it back from whoever. And then the amount of, and then there's like torture chambers for like non-believers. And there's like stories that they'll tell you. And there's like, you know, the Vatican is literally like this walled up city. And they're telling you stories about people banging on the outside, like homeless people and, 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 and vagabonds and, and vagabonds and whatever. And it's like, like how they would sort of make them accept or believe before they would help them. Yep. And just fucking horrible stuff, man. And you would go, wow, these are. This is this is like the God fearing people, correct? Like, and you would go, okay, no wonder you fear, like, at like a, and but then it's like, it isn't the lovey dovey, uh, I guess portrayal that maybe they would want to have. But if you were raised Catholic, you know, it's not like it's not this loving embrace religion, man. It's very much a religion of like, don't be a piece of shit, and if you are, make sure you go tell us about it, and then maybe we'll forgive you, but you have to be really sorry about it so many times and tell it in a box to a guy that you don't, you know, like, it's just like, it's like the religion of making you feel so shitty about yourself that you stop having sex and give your life to, like, it's just like, it's like, it's such a weird place. Like, in a way, I love it. And in a way, it's depressing. Like, I can't explain it, like, without you going. Like, the Vatican is the most fascinating, um, uh, uh, just, like, marvelous place I've ever been to in my life. 
but it was also the most depressing place I've ever seen that is that significant to people because you just, there's just this thing about it where you just go, you don't love people. You love people who think like you and who follow you and who want this thing. And like, it, it's, just, it's, it's hard to explain, man. I, don't I also know. think that, you know, that Catholicism, un, you know, unlike most religions, just have a lot of traditions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the traditions don't kind of bode well today with with society. No. Um, and like like this is one of them, right? Like like we know, I think we even know like scientifically, right? Like it's not it's not really a choice. It's not really a choice to be gay. And I, I'm sure there's an argument out there that it, that it is, and 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 what have you. But like I know people personally that when I was a kid. This dude was different. Like, this dude was gay from day one. Yeah. When we was kids, this dude was gay. And it and it was like, you know what I mean? And it's like that that wasn't a choice. This this guy didn't wake up in the morning and go like, oh, I wanna, you know, be a be a woman or be a girl. Right? Like, have an experience with that or or to be around people like that. And 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 it's funny, man, because when I think about it back when I was a kid. I never said, oh, so-and-so's gay. But I knew he was different. He was different. Like, like this dude liked to hang out with the girls. And Had he lisped. and he just and, and, <laughs> and he didn't. But 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 he, but, <laughs> he did. no, but he but he talked more like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he jumped double dutch. And he, you know what I mean? And, and it was like all the things that the girls did. He hung out with the girls and he and he kind of talked like them and but everybody was cool with him. He was he was a, he was fine. Like nobody. But that. But but then thinking back, but you just go like he now, didn't make that choice. He, yeah, like that he was always was, like he that. was like that from day one. Yeah. Dude, we went. There was a mutual friend of ours who was with me. Okay, and who's gay, and he was. Um, it's funny, man. He broke the dress code to go, and he was like, "I'm kind of hoping they don't let me in." Okay. Because I really don't care. Because I don't feel welcome there anyway. Okay. And so I'm going because it's the Vatican. But I don't give a fuck about whether or not they accept me. I okay. Think th- and I can't remember if they let him in or not. I feel like they did for part now. When of you it say he maybe was kicked out, broke, bro, he wore a tank top. That was it. That's it. Like he, yeah, that's it. Bro, you, in the oh, Vatican, you can? No, bro. If you're there's a dress code really strict. If you're a woman, you you have to wear sleeves. If you're like yeah. you wear a dress or a skirt, something like there's a lot of rules. And the, yeah, yeah, bro. Okay, there, okay. There's like a certain dress. I would code. think that, I would think you have to wear a dress. So it, I think there's like it's almost like going to school. It can't be under a certain lane for correct. Things. It has like to be yeah, something, yeah, yeah. You know, like you can't go in there with a cocktail dress and right. heels. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But there's all these rules about what you can and cannot wear. Like as a guy, you can't wear a tank top. You can't. Which again, listen, I I understand. Like there's restaurants you can't go into without that. Like fine. Again, traditions. Traditions. It's whatever. But um, and it's funny. He was just like, no, I don't feel welcome there. I don't feel you know like I'm. And like if I miss this, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, and that was sort of his stance on it. And um, but I just remember, man, walking through there and just like room after room, like, yeah, there was like amazing history and really cool artifacts, but I felt like they didn't belong in a place that I thought was supposed to be holy, if that makes sense. Okay. It was like there is like this, how did you know that wasn't wrong? It, it there was this just a 
egregious, almost nauseating amount of riches that it made me hate religion even more. Okay. If that makes sense. It was like, it, bro, it was like walking into Jeff Bezos' house and I don't know, there was a portal to like every country in the world in it. And then he had a slot machine that automatically handed him a thousand dollars every second of the day. Like, it was like, bro, don't you have enough? Like, it was just like, it it was just this thing where you just felt like it was too much. It was so much. It felt so undeserved and it just made you sick to your stomach. And, and sort of like for me, who's like sort of anti-religion in the first place, it just, it sort of gave me like this bad it, it was funny because, like, I loved it. I would go back, I would think, but it also sort of confirmed the thoughts that I already had about religion. And it, and, and in some cases, it made it worse. It was like this nauseating, like, feeling of, like, wow, there's this abundance here. Like, why are you this rich as a religion? Why are, do you have this, these things, these priceless artifacts as a religion? And then you start to think about what they had to do to get them and who they stole them from. And just, there's just a lot there, man. It's just really, really bizarre. Dude, but you know what? So, what's making me think of is, so back then, right? And 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 I don't even know how far back that goes of when the Vatican was first founded. You know, when it came to prominence or what have you. But it's a really long time ago. Yeah. yeah. What was acceptable back then versus what's acceptable now? And then for us to look back, it's I think it's easy for us to go. That's fucked up. Well, no, but you also think about, like, to that point, the Roman Empire, one of the strongest empires in the world, right? And so you have the Vatican that's within that. Yep. And then you think about how ruthless you, like, you have these things now. Yeah, it was frowned upon, but you know how powerful and how ruthless you have to be to pull that off in that time where people are just barbarians. And, And listen, some of the greatest artists of all time right like have paintings in the vatican right like you have the, the michelangelo's and and you know uh, uh uh the sistine chapel is like it legit fucking breathtaking because you're just like this is crazy and when they tell you how old it is and you know all that stuff like just phenomenal life-altering stuff where you just go the person who did this was doing this on their back you know, 2000 years ago, didn't have the technology we have today, doesn't have a PC, doesn't have pictures. They're doing this off memory, like just extremely impressive, but also you just go done by a religion that was so powerful or an entity that was so powerful and so ruthless and so a barbaric, um, that, this is these other people preaching love you know what i mean like uh, an acceptance yeah. and like uh, yeah but i also it's, it's in conflict like its idea is in conflict with its reality i guess is the best way i could describe and it. i do understand that I, I also i also feel like it was there there's there's some of those traditions that are that have passed down and and obviously over time you know people like pope francis have made changes mm-hmm. to rights to to where it's more accepting and they're not doing this anymore but i think that the things in the vatican match the time and i want to tell you this so i had so i had a conversation with my with my sons recently where we were talking about and i forget how it kind of got to this but we were talking about things that were accepted when i was a kid so i grew up like i was born in 74 so my early recollections are like late 70s and then into the 80s, right? And I was telling my sons that things that were like were kind of normal then that aren't now. 
And you're only talking about like a 40-year span. Yeah. Right? And so it, and we're, we're, we're in the Vatican thing. We're talking about hundreds of years. Right? Or, or even, when, when, was the, when was the Roman Empire? Thousands. 2,000 years ago? 2,000 years ago? Yeah, 2,000 okay. years ago. Yeah. So you're talking about thousands of years versus here's a 40-year here's a span. And just in a 40-year span, here's some things that we talked about. And, and, and that they were just like, what the fuck? Right? So smoking. Smoking cigarettes. Everywhere. Bus, yeah, buses, included, bro. trains, yeah. planes, restaurants, restaurants, yeah, anything in like fuck in work, in, yeah, work, dude. In 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 um, you know when like I grew up, my my mom my mom smoked while I was growing up. There was like this big uh, uh, TV campaign in like the late eighties that 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 uh, it would show like kids going up to their parents and saying like we mind very much if you smoke, really, yeah. And so my sister and I would do that to my mom. You and yo, we, so we mind very much if you smoke, yes, you just fuck and, with her. And so she stopped, bro. Yeah, cold fucking turkey. So like, shout out job. to moms, man. She fucking yeah, yeah. Good for her. It, 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 she stopped cold turkey, um, but after a few times, but right? The campaign worked. It worked. It worked. Um, another thing was like, um, sending sending your kids to the store to buy cigarettes. Very normal. Dude, I remember doing that. Dude, my my, my not aunt, for my parents, but like for people that I knew. Yeah, like, dude, no, my yeah. my aunt. So I would be my grandmother's house, and my aunt would be like, "Yo, here's some money. Like, go to the store, get get a get like an Italian bread, get some milk, get me four Lucy's, the, the six right? cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. The Lucy's, the single cigarettes, yeah. man. So it'd be like single. Like, yeah, selling. A, they, they would they would break open a pack of cigarettes. And they would sell you like you know single cigarettes. So four, they call them Lucy's, at least Lucy. in New York. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, or at least in, in, the, in, North in East, the North I mean, East. Because the Jersey right. called it that too, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I, I used to do that. Um, fucking spanking your kids. Like, yeah. that shit was normal. Um, riding in the back of a pickup truck. Like, again, if you had a car. I did that right? shit here, like, five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did that shit as a kid where I would stand up in the back with my oh, fucking hands, on top, yep. no, my hands. I don't even hold on to shit, and then I'm not there. Just on top of the hood, just on top of, on oh, top yeah. of the, on top of the, the roof. Hoping gravity kept you there. Yep, yep. And and not even worrying that that's going to be a problem, bro. My grandfather had one of those ridiculous, super crazy um, station wagons, yeah. like you know. And I remember rolling like six deep in that back in part the back of part. the station <laughs> wagon. You know, the adults would be in the safe part. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids would all be in the box in the back that were all dead if yeah. we crash. Yeah, dude. What I, a time! I, I told you earlier about the about uh, with Disney, right? Coming mm-hmm. here at like I was like four years old. It was like my mom and then and and my aunt and then all the kids. Actually, my my mom, my two aunts, and all the kids. Anyway, station wagon, all the kids in the back. Yeah, all of us in the back. And yo, and it'd be like hours long trips, and y'all <laughs> just be back there. Just like, <laughs> what about sitting in the fucking on the armrest in the front seat? Oh yeah, bro, with the bench seats. When yeah. it was just the bench yep. seat. Yep. What a time. Yeah, Yo, no. you remember the the, the the ashtray in the car? Are there even ashtrays in cars anymore? Because I see lighter plugs, well, but I'm like, there's no ashtray. So who the fuck is going to use a lighter plug with no ashtray anymore? So mine has... So an mine, ashtray? It has an ashtray, yeah. but, but it says not an ashtray. But it's, I, I, but it's right next to the fucking it's cigarette lighter. coin box. <laughs> it's, it says not an ashtray. <laughs> Nah, bro, the ones used to have, like, the little spot where you knew you were supposed to lay the cigarette on and stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, but 
here's one that I was uh, that 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 blew their fucking mind, right? All the stuff they were just like, oh, really, 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 husbands hitting their wives. Oh, how normal that was, and and it was husbands hitting them, bro. That's not where I thought this was going. No, and and so and so here we are, and, and I go like, it wasn't. I, I wouldn't say that 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 most that, that the husbands that I saw were regularly hitting their wives. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. But for a husband to to, to uh, for a husband to hit a woman back then, you would look at it like, ooh, that's fucked up. But no one would say anything. But you'd be like. He had to ask her twice. <laughs> <laughs> she should have just listened the first time. <laughs> like, unless you were out, unless, unless he was out there beating her, right? Yeah. People were getting involved. But, but like, to see a dude, like, smack a, to smack a woman. Yeah. I, that shit was not uncommon. We're talking about 40 years ago. No, no, You're talking no. About, so, so now go back 2,000 years, bro, and you go, yeah, it's just, just fucked no, up. No, it's, like, expected. Yeah, but no, maybe dude, that shit was kind of more dude, to your point, And I had a different like take on the like I've hated people who hit women like I just for a lot of reasons, but yep. like just hated them. But I do remember, man, on more than one occasion in my life seeing it. And I'll never forget. There was this one time like to your point of it being normal back then. It's probably 90s, maybe, maybe mid 90s, early 90s and not that long ago in, in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely. And uh, there was this guy. I was in Camden visiting family, and he and they're walking, and I was outside, and they're walking across the street or whatever. And he just starts beating the shit out of this lady, and just yelling stuff at her and whatever. And I remember, like, you know, I'm a kid, I can't really do much about it. And going inside to grab like the grown ups, like, bro, this dude is beating the shit out of this lady outside. Like, y'all might want to come help her. Uh-huh. And like, they people like- didn't. What did she do? Yeah, no, no one would interfere, man. And I yeah, remember no, feeling right, bro. fucking terrible. And then they waited for him to stop, and then went over to like help her. Like right. after it stopped, I'm like, fuck, she don't need you now, bro. Like she's already fucked up, right? Like, and so it was almost like, yo, we're not gonna like that's not our business. And it was very normal for them to be like, yo, it's not our business. And then you know whatever, like bring her in and help. But I, I remember just feeling like, fuck, man, there's a bunch of grown men in his house. And none of you guys would interfere with that. Like, I was fuming. And I remember being a kid. You were like, a kid. Fuming, bro. Because this guy was beating this chick up. And I was just like, well, I'm going to get fucked up. But, like, y'all wouldn't. You know, like, it was just. But it was so normal or just Dude, so accepted, man. I, I, I know someone close to me um, that knows of, like, when they were kids of in the family. Of husbands fucking backhanding their wives, and then and and it was it was like no one would even flinch. No one would go like, "Yo, take it easy." Nothing like it was just normal. Like she, you know, the wife would do something that he wouldn't like, and it's and a smack is coming. It's and, then, crazy. and then and then and then and then and then and then the wife would just straighten up <laughs> and fucking do, and, and do dude like. I'm just and, and so crazy. I'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. like th- dude this is not that long ago. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to think back of 2000 years ago and go, "Oh, they should have known better." And I'm like, "Nah, they should." No, 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 not for sure. I think for me it it's like I think the argument I would make um in that sense when it when it comes to like the Vatican and and those things is like not much has changed. I think they still very much operate and um, 
I guess their modus operandi or whatever, still that way, with the exception of whatever's accepted sort of on a global scale as far as human rights go. Right. Like, but I think their disdain for non-believers and sort of their, their violations of basic human decency and to quote unquote love, but really they don't. It's like, we love you if you think exactly like us and if you fall in line and if you like, yeah. I'm like, it all comes. But that's, with, that's any club. Well, it's like everything in life, right? Like everyone's loved with conditions, right? Like there's very little unconditional Except love. Except for women and children. Yep. Yeah, yeah, dude, it, that's very much true, right? Oh, I, I should say, I should say, children. probably children. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> women get love conditionally as well, <laughs> but children are probably the only things that you will love and will love you unconditionally. Like old people and children, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've no, seen not them either. I see okay, some fuck them. Jerk off as old people. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them too. <laughs> dude, let's switch gears, man. I read this shit this week, man. And it was talking about the countries with the highest quality of life Ooh. in 2023. And, okay, 2023 specifically. I want to take a guess. So how many? Well, hold on. So here's the factors. Okay, go ahead. So top, I'm going to give you top 10. Okay. Here's the factors. Go ahead. Strong job market. Okay. Economic stability. Okay. Family friendliness. Ooh, okay. Income equality. Okay. Political stability. Okay. Safety. Okay. And then a well-developed public health and education systems. All right. So based on like uh, some of those like safety, I'm going to go with like, and like the happiness, like in the Netherlands. Um, They're in there. Switzerland for like equality. They're in there. Um, Canada. Oh, they're in there. Yeah. Um, Trying to think. What was the other factors? So that's three. What are we doing? Ten? So job, ten. Job market. Job market. Um, economic stability. I mean, all the jobs are in China, but they're not happy. So I got to take them out. Um, you would be correct. So, so economy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the world powers are not fucking included. No, it's not any of the world powers. I was going to say. So it, we can go Sweden, ne- the, the Netherlands, um, Switzerland, Canada. Um, is anyone in Latin America on that list? No. no. Nope. Okay. So I didn't think so. It's all going to be European countries. In the cold ass European countries, yep. which makes it even funnier. Is that except for two? So Brussels. I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this: it's it's Sweden number one. Okay. So, oh wow, Sweden number one. Okay. Number I one. I thought Netherlands. All right. So I'm gonna go in one through ten. Sweden number one. Norway, Canada, Denmark, Finland. Denmark. Yeah. Okay. Switzerland, Netherlands, Australia, Germany, New Zealand. Dude, fucking cold as fuck. And seven out of 10 of those. Yeah. And where you would think, so it's interesting in the United States, cold as fuck equals misery. But in, in Europe, for whatever reason, cold as fuck equals cold as stability. Fuck is stability and happiness <laughs> and equality and like everything, you know, what all of the above. Cause I think Switzerland has like the most women CEOs and women in executive oh, positions right? than anywhere else in the world. I think Canada's up there too. Um, maybe same thing with sweden i think germany is pretty high up there so like you know you knew from an equality standpoint denmark uh the netherlands and all that always score really high when it comes to like raising children and the people are just fucking happy in those countries man you know what's funny too is like those people are also very um literal about everything if that makes sense like like uh um 
they don't under like like sarcasm you have to explain it to them like really really well or like dryness like dry humor you have to explain to them because they're literally like very literal about okay. stuff so like but it's interesting but they're also very happy i think what those countries all have in common man is that their governments are as citizens of those countries you believe that the government has your best self-interest in mind because if you think about the Netherlands, like that's where Amsterdam is, right? Yeah. And all that, you know, legalized prostitution, legalized drugs, legalized stuff. I think in those countries, they go, okay, we we legalize these things because yes, they're bad, but they're better than the alternative. And so I think if you live in these countries and your government passes laws, you have to, you sort of, after a while of doing things like this, you have to believe that the government has your best self-interest. Whereas the rest of the world, especially in the power countries, we just assume the government's trying to fuck us all the time. Like, but when you live and in Canada, you that? actually trust them because yeah. I think they do, right? Like, I think no, and, I think and our I'm governments not... are consistently trying to sort of take over the world, whereas like the government of the the Netherlands is perfectly content with just being the power in the Netherlands. But whereas like if you're in the United States, you're involved in fucking everything. everything. If you're in the UK, you're involved in everything. If you're in Russia, if you're in China, if you're in India, if you're, you know, I'm actually surprised Australia is there, but I guess it makes sense that you, you don't really hear of Australia trying to sort of like take over countries or regions or whatever. Like, I think the rest of the world is sort of consumed with protecting resources and doing that but these countries don't give a fuck man like they're just kind of like i think it's easy to live in those countries and believe that the government has your self-interest in mind i wonder how hard it is to become like citizens of these countries that's interesting because i know one of them i think the netherlands or one had offered like really good deals for you to go there and become a citizen to get a free education for a while oh is that right but it they, wasn't they hard, but off. it wasn't like yeah, yeah. I think they had like a like a sort of window there where they yep. were trying to sort of attract people, um, but it must be difficult because, dude, I, you know it's funny, man. Like I don't want to live in a place that it's cold, but it's also hard to be like I wouldn't be open to living in Sweden or you know Norway or right fucking the Netherlands or what you know. I think the Netherlands is also like everyone rides their bikes everywhere and walks and like, at least in Amsterdam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a very very. Uh, um, to the fit society, fit society, and it has to play part of it too. But I think, dude, I think not thinking your government is trying to fuck you all the time has to play into this. <laughs> like, like I think all these countries have, like, you never hear of them picking a war or trying to take over or unstabilize someone, or they're either really, really good at staying under the radar, or your citizens truly believe that you have their best interests in mind. Dude, what is that? There's, there's a, a female comedian. Um, that has this bit about coming to the U.S. and it's like you know you know like the land of opportunity blah 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 and it's like but nobody tells you that it's the land of like insurance and you know your your credit score and having you know having a mortgage and having um you know all these things that 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 kind of come with the quote unquote American Asian dream. or Indian chick I don't remember. Oh, I know. A, I pretty. I sent it to you. I believe. Yeah. It's but it's but, but it's a really but it's a really good bit. Of, and she just kind of rattles off like all this shit that we have to kind of deal with, you know. Um, and a lot of it is 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 centered around like insurances, like insurances and taxes, and well, I guess not 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 so much taxes, but um, you know, mortgage payments and mortgage insurance and and this and that and life insurance and you know, and a lot of shit that we deal with here that. 
maybe is not so prevalent in other places? Dude, I think for us, right, like we pay, like I, I look at my text bill and it's infuriating, right? And then I know people that pay significantly higher than I do in other countries, especially like European countries, yeah. right? Like I, I have family in Europe and I think the common sort of thing that they tell me all the time is like, well, I can see where my money's going. And I really think that's the differentiating factor is that they're like, well, no, I can stick my kid in daycare and I don't have to pay for it. And I can stick my kid and I, and, and a medical emergency doesn't bankrupt you. And, you know, they're like, like, while they'll acknowledge it's not the best, right? Like if you have the money, you go to private healthcare, right. you go to private schooling and you go to thing, but it's I don't have to, I choose to, but I can see that my money gets me daycare and, you know, allows me to go work or whatever. Yep. I'm not spending 300, 400 bucks a week on daycare or whatever it is. And it's like, I think that's an easier pill to swallow if you're paying 30, 35% tax where you're like, oh, I see where it's going. I can go to the dentist and to the doctor and whatever anytime I want and I don't have to pay for this. And then I can put my kids in school and, yep. and then the daycares have like, you know, real food. And you're like, I think for them, it's an easier pill to swallow because they're like, well, no, I get all this, especially for the ones that have lived in the States. And then like, and have lived in Europe and they're just like, no, no, I've seen what my, what my money gets me in Europe and what my money gets me in the United States. And I think it's really tough for us in the States to not that our money doesn't go anywhere, but I guess for, for lack of a better word is like, we don't see it at work. Like it's easy to take roads for granted and schools here, like normal public schools. And the schools aren't great. No, but you go if like, but then I have to pay for daycare. So then that's weird because it's really expensive. I might as well put my kids in a private school. Like, so I, I, and I think for us, and then you look at healthcare bills and you're like, wait, I have health insurance, but I get this procedure done. I still have to spend a few thousand dollars. Like what the fuck, where does my money go? Why am I paying for health insurance? Like, it's just all these things here where I feel like we're constantly in this state of feel like feeling like the government and big pharma and corporates and whatever are fucking us. And they're all sort of in the same boat together. Fucking like, like, yeah, it's like an orgy that we decided not to participate in. <laughs> and then we're going to sue takeoff for it. So it's like, it's like yo, <laughs> dude, not for nothing, man. I was thinking about this whole like Christmas, like now we're in like the Christmas season and yeah, stuff, yeah. man. And, and how like the, like the holidays, uh, like the big holidays. So mm-hmm. you go like, I mean, Halloween, I don't want to say it's big, but 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 it is no, a but it, it is, is, it is, it is a money maker. I would right? say it's so a got, top five holiday in the United States. Okay. Yeah. So you got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's, and it's all towards the end of the year. And it's like where people spend money almost unconsciously. And is that something that is like you know, you talk about the government and then and then the government sort of like the pressures from the from the pharmaceutical companies or or from the the basically the companies that make the most money yeah putting uh you know is is that all part of it is is, is that part of kind of keeping most of us like in a in a in a poor state and then you kind of just restart to kind of build up throughout the year and at the end of the year they just fucking drain you again so you got to start all over and then it's just a machine. Yeah, I do think we get caught up in that, right? And that's not like, obviously, we all have free will. We make choices, right? But I do think there's but something. But it's part to of our society. Up. Yeah, no, it's part. Of, and then the machine, right? Like, it's it's hard not to get caught up in that. And it, then it's hard not to sort of get accustomed to a lifestyle. Yep. And then it's hard not to then, you know, go, okay, this is what I need to do to sustain this lifestyle. And we sort of get caught in this rat race and in this, like... um 
this hamster wheel of doing the same thing over and over because we're trying to provide whether it's our families or the lifestyle that we're accustomed to or what you know like it's i think and then when that, you have more you try to give more to your kids yeah which and perpetuates the, the 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 cycle it just keeps going right because you're 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 you know it's funny man like i've had this conversation with my kids about like as you know about career choices it's like the like I don't care, and I tell them all the time. Listen, I don't care whether or not you make a lot of money. Um, I want you to be happy. Happiness for you might be making a lot of money, and like the people that tell you, like, "Hey, money doesn't buy happiness." There's an ex- there, there's a that's truth to an it's true to an extent, right? But money does buy you a lot of comfort. It makes things and easier. Yeah. A lot of like stress-free days that will inevitably make you happy. Now, is it the only thing? No. And I go, but also that's not to say that you can't be happy making 40K a year and doing something that you really love. And you know, you found a place to live and you're not starving and you're whatever. I'm like, that is okay too. Like, I don't really care what you do as long as you're happy and you're doing stuff. And I'm like, but you know, like, you know, our kids have gotten accustomed to a certain lifestyle and it's like, but if you want this lifestyle that you're currently going now, and I would think you would want a better one, you're going to need to do some different shit. Like, I don't know what that is, but you're going to have to make money and whatever that is. Like I, you might make money, like talking about peanut butter on YouTube. Like, I don't know what that is, but you're going to have to do it. If you want to sustain this, yep. like there's a, there's just, yeah, it's just not the only answer. Right. Yeah. Like, no, it's true. Bro. Yeah. How are we on time, bro? Bro, we're over an hour. We're an hour four. All right, let's do it. Let's, let's finish it up. What you want to finish? What you want? What you want to do? What, I feel like I had something that was good to uh, end with. So let, let me let me. We got a bunch of stuff on here, man. It's, bro, we got to talk about Rashard Mendehal. All right, I hit, feel like that's a great me, one. Hit me, there. Rashard Mendehal was a former. Um, the name sounds familiar. Who is? Yeah, you have to know. He was an NFL star back in the day. I'm trying to think. Of, he played for Arizona. Um, I know that. I gotta, I'm trying to think let, of where he went to college. Yeah, look him up. I can't think about where he went to college, but he was a stud for a minute there. Um, but he has made this suggestion that he wants to get rid of the Pro Bowl, which I don't disagree with. The Pro Bowl is trash. Running like, back. Yeah, yeah, he was a running back. Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals, Cardinals and, and Steelers. Okay, and the Steelers. Okay. Um, where did he go to college, does it say? Because I feel like he was more known for his college years. But anyway, so but he did play in the NFL for Arizona. And- uh, University of Illinois. Okay, it wasn't that then. So yeah, then it must have it must have been Cardinals or Steelers. So he must have been on those like teams that went to the Super Bowl. Um, in the mid two thousands, but um, he he was saying like to get rid of the Pro Bowl, which I'm like, yeah, I think we'd all would get rid of the Pro Bowl. It's kind of meaningless. Do they still play that? They do, man. Like, in so Orlando. then what is the shit they doing over in Orlando? Like, it's they, a Pro Bowl. They're doing the, the the skill. Like, it's not even the skills competition anymore. It's something else. Oh yeah, like but the, that's part of Pro Bowl weekend or whatever. And they're yeah, actually yeah. playing the game. And then they actually play the game that Sunday with pads. Yeah, no, it's a full blown. Why do they feel, do a flag why football feel game? Like I had, like I saw a flag football game. That's they do do a flag football game, and then they do a regular. I think they should just make it a flag football game. Um, well, you see, it's going to be in the Olympics. Which, I don't know in twenty four. I think it's twenty eight. Is it twenty eight? Oh, I can't wait for that shit, bro. Can you imagine Tyreek Hill running a <laughs> post route against some kid from Slovenia? <laughs> that shit is going to be amazing. <laughs> just give America the gold now, or will, will you find a lot of talent? overseas that we well supposedly that, that there's leagues overseas bro i'm gonna tell you right now if if we let nfl players play flag football yeah. there's no fucking chance that america loses that's gonna be like the basketball thing it'll like be the like, dream like the dream thing. team yeah, yeah yeah there's no fucking way bro Can you imagine you're sitting there and patrick mahomes is throwing dimes and flag football and you and you're not allowed to sack him <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <laughs> right <drop> and, <laughs> and just 
Bro, this guy, Patrick what, Mahomes. Do, do they count Mississippis? I'm sure they do. It's something like that, right? But it's like seven, bro. You're yeah, going to yeah, give yeah. Patrick Mahomes seven, seven Mississippis <laughs> to throw to A.J. Brown and DeAndre Hopkins not and Tyreek Hill. It's not fair, Most bro. Most of these guys get about two to three Mississippis. Yeah, bro. And then some life. fucking plumber from Lithuania <laughs> has to cover this guy, bro. No fucking way, bro. There's no way. <laughs> I'm laughing because why a plumber from Lithuania? Because you know... <laughs> You reminded me of the fucking, you know, the movie 300. <laughs> and like, what are you? Ow! <laughs> because I always assume these obscure ass countries, these sports, they just be rolling motherfuckers out there that got nine to fives. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you do like, the, you just be like, oh, throw the accountant out there to fucking go curling. Spartans, <laughs> what do you do for a living? Ow! <laughs> But equally as egregious, fucking Richard Mendenhall says, get rid of the Pro Bowl and just make it a black versus white uh, uh, game. So black players versus white players. And I was like, first of all, that's not fair for Patrick Mahomes because where does he go? <laughs> where do the beige kids go? A league go? of their own. Bro, and then, <laughs> and then you got to, yo, imagine fucking, you got to do, you got to do, the, the black team has no quarterback. <laughs> unfair and the white guys have no wide receivers it'd be cooper cup and then you got to take mike evans on a technicality <laughs> you're like nah he's like yeah, he's like he's too light to be on the black exactly. team why did he say that where do the polynesian kids go <laughs> and he's like bro black versus white and then you got to put you a mercy black bro. white other yeah you have to right and then but then it's like three so then the other play special teams for both sides? <laughs> what do you do? I, bro, I don't know. I'm going to assume this guy was high or drunk or... Was this in like, like an interview? Had CTE. Yeah, I think it was on a podcast. Oh, yeah. CTE. That's it, bro. Bro, black versus white. Can you imagine if... Yo, it, it, think of every sport you would have a black versus white in and just how that would end up. Like Basketball? Oh, it would be 178 to 7. <laughs> there would be like nah you know what you would have to do is just be like band dunks <laughs> you'd be like no you, it's only three you're only allowed to shoot threes and then the white guys have a chance <laughs> but bro that's like playing baseball and then it'd be like latinos versus fucking i, I don't the, even know the world the world like which i guess america tends to do well but they also have a bunch of half latinos on that squad so it's like yeah, and then and then Japan does well. Yeah, yeah, Japan does really well. I know. Yeah, that's true. Dude, but I, I'm trying to like, what was his motive for? Like, I don't know. Why would you even fucking say that? Maybe he just assumed that black people were gonna win. I mean, he may not be wrong. He probably not wrong. But I like yo. But you ain't got nobody throwing the ball. Lamar, man. Look, nah, that's a running back. <laughs> uh, let me see. Jalen Hurts. Ooh, is he is he black black? Or is he, he black, another one black. that you would go? Is he beige? I don't know. Jalen Hurts mixed. He's mochaccino. Doesn't say. What do you do with the mochaccinos? What do you do with the mix? With the coconuts? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do with the people that are mixed? No, he's not mixed, right? No, I don't know if he is or not. But what do you do with the people that I are think mixed? There's, there's, there was, there's uh, enough. There's enough black quarterbacks right now. Nah, but then so then you don't let the mixed guys play. Like how does this happen? How does this work? Like so, Patrick can't play. So it got to be Josh Allen. You know what? Typically, man, versus like, Geno Smith. If you're half, yeah, you're black. That's well. That's the athletic side of you, right? <laughs> you just go, oh, the side that could catch a ball is black. 
the side that could throw one is white. <laughs> like, can you read defenses? <laughs> did this fucking thing just talk to me? It probably did. It say fragile. <laughs> I said something. It probably did. <laughs> My Christmas story jam. Uh, but I'm like, something's wrong with him, man. That shit would be funny. But as like nowhere else in life would we fucking suggest some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so it's, funny, man. That's, that, that's really weird for anybody to, to suggest that shit, man. But I, I don't know. It is, Rashad kind, of, it is kind of an I don't know. I don't even know how long of a career he had, but maybe he's suffering from CTE. Or something, at this bro. At this point. That, something, bro. It's like, you can't be all there if you're suggesting some shit like this. Yeah, no. Fuck that. Clearly. All right, man. Yo, we got to get out of here. On that, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> uh, if you are not already following at the Carbon Food Podcast on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, at Carbon FE Pod on X, and all your favorite audio platforms, man. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Geo Savin, Ghana, Pocket Cast, Pod Chaser, which is shutting down now. They're, all of them. There's so fucking is many it? now. Man. Pod Chaser is it Pod Chaser? No, no, maybe no. What's Stitcher. the one that just Stitcher just shut down? There's one yeah. more that just shut down. Pod Chaser might be shutting down or Pocket Cast. One of those. Um, I gotta go back and look, but yeah, all the major ones were on those. Uh, Google Podcast is shutting down, so that's moved over to YouTube Podcast, and then which is not to be confused with YouTube. So there's two. There's YouTube Podcast, which is audio, and then YouTube. Uh, yeah, man, and then and then TikTok at Carbon Footprint at Carbon Footprint Podcast on TikTok too. So, man, hit us up. Uh, shout out to you guys for for listening and feedback and whatever else, man. Absolutely. And as always, we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace.